Hello everyone. Welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Yung pagkakaroon ng mga pagkakaiba sa iba't ibang bagay, you know, ay uh, inevitable yan uh, when you put people together and lalo na in the church, uh, when we come together as God's people, siyempre iba-iba tayo. And so natural lang na magkaroon ng mga differences o lumabas yung mga differences na yon. Pero it's not necessary naman na uh, yun ang maging uh, parang dahilan para magkaroon tayo ng hostility or division sa isa't isa, especially in the church. Uh, sa pamamagitan ng godly and mature dialogue, hopefully we can identify you know the real issues and find solutions that would lead to you know peace and unity, especially in the church. I'm speaking about the church kasi minsan the church can be a place uh, of uh, you know disunity and di pagkakaisa because of our differences no uh, more importantly okay dapat we must aspire for what is glorifying to god at hindi lang yung sana manalo tayo o you know ma- mapatunayan na tama tayo that's not our goal our goal really is to you know glorify the lord uh, who is uh, in our midst, we are God's people, and bilang dearly loved people of God in Christ, uh, dapat we must show, you know, really sincere love sa isa't isa, at hindi tayo dapat uh, nagkakaroon ng hidwaan, no? Dapat pag-usapan, you know, dapat magkaunawaan. We must learn how to resolve our differences in a godly way, no? Again, differences are inevitable. Hindi natin may iwasan yan. You know? Differences will happen uh, you know, whenever you put people together in any place. So, wag na tayo ma-surprise kung merong mga differences or disagreements about things. The important thing is we know how to handle those things. Okay? And in the church, dapat, mapakita natin sa mga tao na hindi naniniwala. In the church, we should show people na it's possible na magkaroon ng disagreement na hindi umahantong sa mga awayan. No? Uh, in the world kasi, that's what we see. People disagree and then eventually nag-aaway-aaway na sila, nag-ahati-hati na sila. But in the church, where we are, of course, proclaiming the good news to everyone na in Christ, you know, people can experience uh, real and complete salvation in the kingdom of God together with others. Yung mensahe natin would really not mean anything kung tayo mismo hindi magkakaisa. So very important po itong topic na to, yung resolving differences. And our passage today gives us a good uh, parang understanding of how to resolve the, the differences kung sakali man meron. And our passage today is Galatians chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. 
So, samahan niyo ako, let's read this passage and uh, let's pray and ask God to speak to us para magkaroon tayo ng understanding uh, and application ng sinasabi ni Paul. So, starting in verse 1, ganito ang sabi ni Apostle Paul. Fourteen years later, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also. I went in response to a revelation and set before them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. But I did this privately to those who seemed to be leaders for fear that I was running or had run my race in vain. Verse 3, Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might remain with you. Verse 6, As for those who seem to be important, whatever they were makes no difference to me. God does not judge by external appearance. Those men added nothing to my message. On the contrary, they saw that I had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as Peter had been to the Jews. For God, who was at work in the ministry of Peter as an apostle to the Jews, was also at work in my ministry as an apostle to the Gentiles. James, Peter, and John, those reputed to be pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship when they recognized the grace given to me. They agreed that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the Jews. And finally, in verse 10, all they asked was that we should continue to remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do. Amen. So, alam nyo naman yung background nito. This is, uh, you know, the situation is that some false teachers went into Galatia and basically, you know, uh, discrediting the Apostle Paul or, you know, not even considering him as an apostle, questioning his identity, pati yung teaching niya. So, yun yung background nito. So, let us pray right now and ask God to speak to us through what Paul is saying dito. Lord, um, it's true nga, Panginoon, na differences and disagreements can happen anytime about so many things. And even in the church, O oh Lord, meron talagang mga ganong bagay. We would disagree. There will be differences. Pero Lord, tulungan niyo po kami na as godly people, as those called by God in Christ, na hindi kami matalo ng kaaway who wants to divide us Instead, O oh Lord, sa tulong mo, kung sakali mang merong mga pagkakaiba ng opinion o uh, differences, O oh Lord, I pray na we would all learn how to be mature, that we would learn how to have godly dialogue and discussions na ang purpose is to glorify God and to continue to have peace among ourselves. So, Lord, maraming salamat sa iyo through the example of the Apostle Paul. Uh, help us to learn this morning kung paano po nag-handle ng mga differences or disagreements o di pagkakaunawaan so that by God's grace, 
we would learn and we would become more mature, lalo na pag na-experience namin ito. So maraming salamat po Panginoon. Thank you Lord for your grace. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. So, how do we resolve differences in the church? Like I said, you know, maraming pwedeng uh, uh, mangyari na kung saan magkakaiba tayo ng opinion o pananaw sa mga bagay-bagay. At hindi lang ito dahil, kunyari, may eleksyon ngayon. No? I mean, that's, that could be part of it. Pero even in other things, you know, like uh, so worship styles or maybe sa paraan in the church, kung paano ba dapat ang ginagawa, we may all have our views and opinions and we can have disagreements, you know? Uh, kasi magkakaiba tayo eh. I mean, that's obvious, di ba? And we would not necessarily see things uh, eye to eye or parehas tayo. Uh, we may see things differently. Uh, paano ba ginagawa, kunyari, ang kids ministry, kunyari, or Ano ba dapat ang paraan ng leadership development? We can just go on and on. You know? There are so many things to disagree about. And uh, that's why it's really sad dahil uh, may mga pagkakataon, may mga churches, and even in RLCC naman, may mga times that we might disagree on certain things, pero ang nagiging response natin ay worldly and ungodly. You know? Uh, for example, we choose to just uh, leave the church or walk away just because we dis- we disagree on certain things. Uh, isa yan sa mga nakakalungkot kapag, uh, you know, somebody sees something and feeling niya mali yun. At ang nagiging response niya is just to walk out. O kaya kung di man mag-walk out or mag-walk away o umalis sa church, misan ang response niya is... Uh, uh, adversarial, eh, no? parang okay, away, eh, di ba? Makipag-away, makipagtalo, uh, maging uh, obnoxious, you know, if I may use that word, nosebleed ba yan? Yung bag parang nahirap kang pakisamaan because uh, uh, galit ka sa maraming bagay. Now, like I said, uh, differences are bound to happen kasi we are different people. Eh. So, normal lang yun. It's just part of uh, being a community of faith. The problem is kapag hindi natin alam paano i-approach yung mga differences na yan. And so today, we want to look at two ways that I believe is exemplified sa buhay ni Apostle Paul that we can also apply pag tayo ay may mga differences. Okay? Kung sakaling merong pagkakaiba ng pananaw o opinion, there are two ways that we can begin to apply. Uh, and we see this in the life of the Apostle Paul how he himself applied the same principles. No? So, number one, distinguish the essentials from the non-essentials. Okay? Distinguish the essentials from the non-essentials. May mga bagay that are essential, na talagang dapat, ano yan, uh, maging, uh, kailangan pag-usapan niya, kailangan i-deal yan, versus non-essentials, meaning, we can disagree to, we can agree to disagree, in other words. You know, we can just say, okay, uh, that's your personal opinion about it. It's all right. We can uh, just, uh, you know, agree na magkaiba tayo ng opinion tukol doon. Because it is a, it is a non-essential, you know. 
Now, before we apply that sa buhay natin, let's look at verses 1 to 5 para makita nyo yung sinasabi ko. Okay, sabi ni Paul, uh, 14, year, 14 years later, no? So, this is in reference to this, uh, verses uh, 13 to 24 na pinag-usapan natin kung saan, you know, there was his biography, kung paano siya tinawag ng Panginoon, etc. And uh, how, what happened when he's uh, in his pre-conversion, conversion, and post-conversion. So, we saw that. And so, sabi niya, then after 14 years, so 14 years later pa ito, no? matagal na yung panahon na. Uh, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. Uh, I took Titus along also. Barnabas is, of course, a um, well-known personality in the early church nung araw. Uh, he's called the son of encouragement because basically, you know, uh, he is a person na talagang ano siya, mediator ang kanyang pinaka-spiritual gift. Uh, pumapagitna siya no, sa mga, uh, mga bagay-bagay na masasabi natin. Pwede maging source of conflict. And uh, nung si, si Paul ay na born again, it was Barnabas who basically you know, took a stand and basically helped, Barnab- uh, helped Paul to be assimilated noon sa early church even though takot sila kay Paul because he was a persecutor. Pero anyway, si Barnabas is well known. So sinama rin niya si Titus because Titus, uh, of course, is a, uh, is a Greek person. And we can see bakit niya ginawa yun, but sinama si Titus. Sabi sa verse 2, I went in response to a revelation. Now, he doesn't explain ko ano yun, pero it seems that the Lord guided him to, to do this. And set before them, sabi niya, the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. I did this privately, sabi ni Paul. So which means that this is probably not the same as Acts 15, which is a public occasion. Most, most likely, if we look at the book of Acts, uh, this could be Acts 11.25 or uh, chapter 12, uh, verse 30 at uh, the book of Acts, Paul and Barnabas and Titus went to, to Jerusalem. Kasi ilang beses din naman nagpunta si Paul sa Jerusalem. But uh, some people kasi think that this incident na sinasabi ni Paul sa, uh, sa Galatians chapter 2 is referring to Acts 15. Pero dahil sinabi niya na, but I did this privately, so this would probably not be Acts 15. But I did this privately to those who seemed to be leaders for fear that I was running or had run my race in vain. Now this may, you know, appear na parang he's going against what he was saying earlier, na he did not, you know, he was confident to say that he did not receive yung kanyang gospel from anyone, but directly from Jesus Christ. Pero dito, it would seem na parang he is unsure. But actually, this is just a simple sign of humility on the part of Paul. He was willing, he's confident na yung gospel niya comes from Jesus Christ. But he's willing also to submit himself to the larger body. no? Because he doesn't want to be a, yung tinatawag na parang maverick. No? Yung parang nagsasarili. Uh, although, for example, ngayon, we, we are allowed to have our own convictions, pero because we are a body, we are a community, yung ating mga theology dapat sinasubmit din natin yan sa body. You know, kasi may mga tao na medyo may pagka-arrogante na just because they believe in something, ayaw na nila i-consider you know, what the larger body might think about that or parang, Sasabihin nila, eto paniniwala ako eh. I would go against everyone. 
Now, of course, siyempre, may karapatan tayo to have our own convictions. But we are a people called by God to grow together in Christ. So therefore, napakahalaga that we must be willing to also submit, you know, our uh, ika nga mga views and interpretations of the Bible to the larger body. No? And this is what we see in the Apostle Paul. Now, ito maganda, sabi niya sa verse 3, Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. Now, the reason why he's saying that is kasi, you know, yung kanya mga opponents dito sa Galatia were basically uh, saying, no, na kailangan maging Jew ka para masave ka. And so, here Paul is saying, well, nung dinala ko si Titus, doon sa Jerusalem para you know makipanayam doon sa mga leaders doon si Titus was not forced to be circumcised you know in other words it was a not it was not an issue so mali yung mga iniisip ng mga false teachers and Paul is going to develop that even further dito sa book na to as he expounds on the theology of uh, salvation by grace through faith Pero anyway, tuloy tayo. Sa so verse 4 sabi niya, This matter arose because some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. Again, this has to do with yung false teaching na kailangan ma-circumcise yung mga tao, kailangan maging Jew sila, kailangan sumunod sila sa mga utos ni Moses in order for them to be really part of the people of God or to be saved. Now, for Paul, sabi niya, that's a major issue. We cannot let that happen. You know, that is that is against, you know, the gospel that gives freedom to people to basically come to Christ and put their faith in Christ. Hindi ka na kailangan maging hudyo. All they need to do is to put their faith in Jesus Christ in order to be saved. Hindi sila kailangan mag-conform doon sa mga cultural practices ng mga hudyo, etc. That is going back to slavery. And slavery will be a major issue dito sa book of Galatians, as we will see later on. And then sabi niya, uh, we, did, uh, we did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might remain with you. So here Paul is taking a stand on something na para sa kanya is essential. This is not parang a negotiable thing. So in other words, when we are dealing with differences, kailangan identify natin that which is negotiable o sabihin natin pwede tayong magkaroon ng ibang pananaw versus that which is of course non-negotiable. And in this case, of course, that's no other than the gospel itself. Kung ang pinag-uusapan lang natin, kunyari magkaiba tayo ng worship, etc., you know, uh, that is, uh, you know, hindi kina kailangan na pagtalunan yun, no? because uh, uh, yun ay non-essential. You know, non-essential yun. Eh. This is not, uh, it doesn't matter kung contemporary worship ang gusto natin, or hymns, o kaya yung style ng worship natin, o patalon-talon tayo versus tahimik lang tayo. Or maybe some churches would like to have a more sabi, concert-like worship uh, versus yung medyo small lang o tahimik lang na pagtitipon. I mean, there are many differences uh, or even yung strategy sa pagdi-develop ng mga tao, yung discipleship strategy, uh, merong mga purpose-driven, ganyan. So many things that we can be, you know, that we can disagree about, you know. 
Pero again, what is important is that uh, ito ba'y essential or non-essential? The most important thing, of course, is the gospel. Yun, we cannot compromise. Kung doon tayo magkaiba, then really we have to settle that issue. Pero kung, let's say, ano bang, di ba, paano ba gagawin ng youth ministry or ano bang tuto pa rin nating ano, iba ano ba yung for example yung apostolic preferences natin uh, you know meaning to say saan ba natin i-google yung mga energy natin there are so many good things we can do in this world diba some people would say hindi dapat tumulong tayo sa mahihirap hindi dapat ganito gawin natin and of course the church through the leadership might have to decide and discern okay dito tayo magfo-focus and we can disagree with those things. You know, we can say, hindi, di ako sangayon sa uh, ginawa ng mga leaders. Eh. But see, here's the problem natin. Eh. God has put order in the church. And so, pagdating sa mga non-essentials, we must learn how to submit to one another. Okay? Minsan, uh, para, paraan lang naman yun, yung mga pagkakaiba. Hindi naman essential yun. For example, in RLCC, we believe na in order to help people grow in Christ, three things must be in place. Discipleship, which is what spiritual formation means for us, okay? Uh, and then nurturing relationships, and then apostolic mission. Ito yung parang DNA ng RLCC. Now, somebody might come along and say, well, I disagree, dapat ganito gawin natin. But it's okay. Strategy lang yun eh, diba? We can uh, agree to disagree. That's an essential, Okay. In other words, kung hindi tayo, hindi natin gusto yung paraan, kunyari, sa RLCC, it's alright. Kung hindi natin kaya mag-submit dun sa paraan na yun, we, there, we can transfer to another church na maybe mas uh, in line with our preferences. What I'm saying is that hindi naman gospel issue yun. So we don't have to fight and, uh, you know, disagree. So, for example, you know, there have been times when people uh, would come to me and say, Pastor, I, I would leave RLCC na. And I would ask them, why, you know? Sabi nila, it's because kasi yung paraan natin dito sa RLCC parang hindi align sa ano ko gusto ko sana gawin, you know? Or maybe, for example, lalo ng pandemic, sabi nila, hindi ko kasi gusto yung online, ganyan. Gusto ko kasi in person. You know, I can understand those things because those are non-essentials. And I'm willing to bless people and say, go go ahead, you know, transfer to another church where you feel na parang God can use you there. It's not an issue for me. Pero kung pag-uusapan natin or ang pinagtatalunan natin is gospel, the essential, then, you know, I would take my stand there. For me, that is something na kailangan natin, you know, i-discuss at uh, i-resolve. Because you see, here's the problem. Minsan, lahat na lang ng bagay kailangan pagtalunan. We have to distinguish between essentials and non-essentials. There are things that we can just, you know, learn to submit in the leadership and say, okay, this is how we're going to do it. It's not an essential thing. It's just a strategy. You know, it's just a way of doing things. For example, ganito yung worship style na preferred ng church. I can live with that, you know. Versus kung essential yung pinag-uusapan natin, the gospel itself. Now, if it is the gospel itself, then, you know, we have to take our stand and maybe we have to part ways kung ang pag, uh, di natin pagkakaunawaan is related na do sa essential. Okay? That's why I can, you know, as a 
professors uh, seminary i can work along with different denominations people who have different uh, beliefs kasi mga non-essentials lang naman yung mga bagay na you know di mo kailangan pagtalunan yun no it does not pertain to the gospel itself so that's the first one na gusto kong sabihin you know that we can follow the example of paul distinguish the essentials from the non-essentials pangalawa is to discover the work of god behind the differences that's the second thing na nakikita ko sa example ni Paul, you know. Uh, he's saying basically that uh, yung differences, misan, God is working in different places and different ways. But the important thing is God is working there. And so that's what we must discern. So discover the work of God behind the differences. Verses 6 to 10. So tingnan natin yan. Sabi ni Paul sa verse 6, As for those who seem to be important, sabi ni Paul, Whatever they were makes no difference to me. God does not judge by external appearance. Those men added nothing to my message. Now, what he's saying is parang twofold dito. What is, he's saying basically na kasi yung mga, yung mga false teachers were all arguing na, okay, sila Paul, ito, yung mga, the 12 apostles, you know, uh, included yung, yung bagong dagdag sa kanila, si, you know, si Matthias. You know, sinasabi nila na doon tayo dapat makinig sa, sa 12 na yun. Para bang sinasabi nila, sila lang ang mayroong karapatan to to teach the, the gospel, hindi si Paul. And so here Paul is saying, in effect, sabi niya, na people are just people, you know, whoever they may be, si Paul, si Peter, o sino man yan. You know, they are just servants of the Lord. You know, God does not judge by external appearance. But secondly, sinasabi niya, those men added nothing to my message. In other words, wala naman silang dinagdag o binawa sa mensahe ni Paul. On, sabi sa verse 7, On the contrary, they saw that I had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as Peter had been to the Jews. Now, again, importante yung word na saw, they saw. No? Ibig sabihin, nakita lang yung proweba. Nakita nila that God was blessing the work of the Apostle Paul as he is also blessing the work of Peter. No? Uh, sabi niya sa verse 8, For God who was at work in the ministry of Peter as an apostle to the Jews was also at work in my ministry as an apostle to the Gentiles. Again, reiterate ni Paul, nung tinitingnan ng mga apostolic team sa Jerusalem, yung gawain ni Paul, they could see that God was at work. Maybe it was something na difficult para sa kanila na proseso because uh, you must understand that Christianity started as a Jewish uh, sect, ikanga. No, it's, it was part of Judaism. Pero the Lord Jesus Christ already instructed the apostles, go to all nations and make disciples. No, So in other words, meron na siyang instruction that it is not to be limited to the Jews only. The good news is meant for everyone, no, kahit sino pa sila. And so when the apostles saw the work of Paul, and he's going beyond the boundaries of Israel. And he was reaching out to the Gentiles. Siyempre, para sa isang mga, ka nga, mga talagang mga hudyo, no, to the core. Siyempre, nahirapan sila sa adjustment. But they saw the work of God. They saw the hand of God sa ministry ni Paul. And that was the important thing. Sabi niya sa verse 9, James, Peter, and John, those reputed to be pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship, when they recognized the grace given to me, they agreed that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the Jews. In other words, as they saw what was happening, nakita nila the hand of God behind all of it. 
And they agreed na magpatuloy dapat si Paul. And again, of course, this is a parang a polemic or a, an apologetic laban do sa mga false teachers who were saying in effect na si Paul is not recognized by the Jerusalem church. On the contrary, sinasabi ni Paul, uh, they gave him and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship, which is uh, basically saying, inaprubahan nila. No? And then finally, in verse 10, all they asked was that we should continue to remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do. So, yun lang ang request nila. Walang circumcision or anything of that sort. So, how do we apply this? You know? Basically, pag may mga disagreement, you know, we may have our different views about certain things. But the important thing to ask is, is the Lord working in this? Can we see God's hand behind these differences that we have? In other words, for example, makita tayo ng isang church na sabihin natin more conservative, uh, yung worship nila tahimik lang. But we see the hand of God blessing them sa kanilang ginagawa. We should rejoice with that. And we should not parang judge that church and say, ah, that's a dead church kasi puro hymns lang sila. Or maybe we can say, na, ba't yung church na yan, ang ingay-ingay, ang gulo-gulo nila, talo na lang, talo na lang. Siguro, kay Satan yan. But we must really look at it very carefully and say, well, what, why is God really blessing this church and allowing more people to come to Christ to, through their ministry at nag-grow naman in spirituality yung mga tao? Uh, and so we must be careful to simply judge based on externalities. Instead, we must look at it and discover the work of God behind the differences. So, in other words, ang bottom line natin this morning is this. Differences can only be resolved through godly dialogue. Kailangan nag-uusap tayo bilang mga makadyos na mga tao na tinawag ni Lord para magkaisa, magkaunawaan. So, if it is about non-essentials, we don't have to fight about it. We can all just learn how to submit to one another. And if we are in a church, we must learn how to submit and cooperate with the leaders that are that God has placed. Kung di naman essential matter yun. Okay? Siyempre, we cannot agree kung ang parang ang pinag-uusapan ay yung gospel mismo. So, we are free to really... Uh, even leave that church kung feeling natin the gospel is being compromised. Again, you know, we must not be quick to judge something uh, based on uh, preferences natin. Kasi, for example, uh, you know, nakakita tayo ng mga kabataan na may hikaw sa tenga, you know. This is a non-essential thing. Pero, kumbaga, sa atin, misan, it could be parang a major issue na, no? Samantalang that person na may hikaw sa tenga is leading many young people to Christ, making them disciples, you know, and following Jesus. So we must not be quick to simply judge something based on preferences natin. We must learn how to resolve our differences through godly dialogue. So brothers and sisters, as we come to an end this morning, I challenge each one of us, learn to, you know, work out our differences, Okay. So small group, so church, imbis na nagiging hostile tayo, ay identify natin, essential ba yan o non-essential? And then secondly, is God at work dito? Uh, if He is, then He is sovereign. I would not question if God is at work in something, uh, even though I may not understand it or I may not prefer it. So I would learn to just acknowledge God's sovereignty sa situation na ito. 
So, mga kapatid, let's come before the Lord and submit ourselves to Him. At magkaroon tayo ng kababaan ng loob at hindi tayo maging palaaway na lang sa lahat ng bagay. So, purihin ang Panginoon. Let's pray. Father, uh, maraming salamat sa iyo, Panginoon. Thanks be to God sa iyong biyaya uh, na kahit may mga differences, Lord, ay maaari namin ma-resolve ito by the grace of God. Thank you, Lord, na hindi kami kat- mag- dapat maging katulad ng mga tao sa mundo na lahat na lang ng bagay pinag-aawayan. Help us to become humble and gentle toward one another and focus only on the essentials and also the work of God. Purihin ka, Panginoon, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again!